publishing a book is a victory, but it's not the end. After you sweep up the confetti and wash the champagne flutes, what's next? Authoring Onward is the podcast about those steps after your first publication. Going from published author to having a long-term writing career. And that has no clear endpoint and plenty of ups and downs. But telling stories for the long-term is so, so worth it. Sit back, listen, and together, let's author Onward. Hello and welcome to the 2023 spring season of Authoring Onward. I am one of your hosts, Connie B. Dowell, an author, editor, and book coach. Um, and I am also usually joined by Joy E. Held during the interview portions. And she is also an author, an editor, and a book coach, and also someone who is into all things writer wellness. So today for our first episode of the season, we talk to author Cheryl King about her historical fiction, about her experience with writing contests, and how she's found those to be creatively beneficial. So even if you even if you don't win, even if you don't place, that their participation has its own benefits. So listen in for all of that and so much more. Let's jump right into the interview. All right. So today on the podcast, I am talking to author Cheryl King. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Well, thank you so much for being here. Um, And I'm really looking forward to all of what we're going to dive into today. Would you like to give yourself give a little brief introduction to the listeners um, about your writing and all the things you do? Yes. Okay. So I'm the author of teen historical fiction. Um, my debut book is Sitting on Top of the World, and I am currently getting the sequel ready for publication. Mm-hmm. Excited about that. In my real job, I'm a dyslexia therapist at an elementary school, and I've been in education for 15 years. And um, before I got into teaching, I, I have a degree in journalism. And so I started my first career as a copy editor and designer at newspapers. A lot of, a lot of interesting um, and disparate experiences. Um, um, gotta love historical fiction. I'm a historical fiction writer as well. Um, so tell us a little bit more about Sitting on Top of the World. Okay. Um, so Sitting on Top of the World started as an idea for a flash fiction writing contest, which we'll be talking about later. Love those writing contests. Um, <clears throat> but it grew into a about 67,000 word novel. And it's based um, on a family during the Great Depression. And the main character is June. And throughout the book, she's from, she goes from 11 years old to 15. And so it's kind of coming of age. We see her mature through all the things she has to go through. And the crux of the story is that she ends up having to go train hopping to find work to help her family and it's very family oriented it's it's 
what I consider wholesome, mm-hmm. um, appropriate for 11 and up. And my sequel that I'm working on right now um, takes her to her 16th birthday. And so um, it's a little bit edgier as far as the the subject matter. And so hopefully the the readers have matured as well a little bit because it's been, when did I publish? Just been two years since the first one published. Yeah, well, sounds fascinating. Um, Great Depression and train hopping. That's a lot of adventures that could happen there. Yeah. Yeah, so you said the idea for this novel came from a flash fiction um, composed for a writing contest. Um, Yes. Yeah, so could you tell us a little bit about that um, and about your experience with, with contests? Sure. Um, So the first contest I stumbled across, this was a few years ago, was NYC Midnight. Mm -hmm. And um, listeners can go to nycmidnight.com to check that one out. Um, They do flash fiction, short story, micro fiction. They do screenplay, although I've never tried that. Um, And then they recently added a new rhyming story challenge, which was loads of fun to try. But uh, the way NYC Midnight works is that uh, on midnight on the Friday that uh, the challenge begins, they send you your prompts. You get a genre. um, And depending on which contest you're doing, you might get a character and a location or you might get an action and a word that have to appear in your story. And so one night before the prompts came in, I was just thinking about which genre would be the hardest for me to write in a thousand words. And I landed on historical fiction. So I just started brainstorming what, um, <clears throat> what era would I, would I use and what would my story be? So I thought about an article I had read years ago about hobos in during the Great Depression, train hoppers. And it, it was, that whole idea was fascinating to me. Like there's a whole culture um, mm-hmm. of train hoppers. And so I thought, ooh, what if I had, you know, a, a really awesome, like, you know, Katniss Everdeen type, um, girl during the great depression who had to go train hopping and so it just kind of grew the ideas um and i basically wrote it in my head and then when i got the prompts i I didn't get historical fiction i got like sci-fi or something so i didn't get to write that story but it just kind of kept ruminating in my mind and i i had to start writing something so i did and then it became 25 chapters. Yeah, wow. So certainly inspirational, just taking, before you've even begun the challenge, thinking about what would be the hardest thing to do here. Um, That's a really interesting sort of prompt to set for yourself. Um, Yeah, I think it's one that maybe a lot of people don't, wouldn't reach for. 
Um, very ambitious. What would be the hardest thing to do and how could I possibly make it work? That's cool. Yeah, well, and now I know that really the hardest for me is sci-fi. I always get knocked out of competitions when I have to do sci science fiction. Yeah. Yeah, so what, what's just out of curiosity, like what what's, do you think is so hard about sci-fi? To like settle in good. I think because when I think of sci-fi, I'm thinking like Star Wars and so, or space, you know, and I know that it doesn't always, it doesn't have to be space. I think there's a, a wide range of what qualifies as science fiction, but I, I struggle to come up with an original idea in that genre for some reason. And probably because I don't read much sci-fi. I read a lot of historical fiction and um, and realistic fiction and young adult and but not really into sci-fi or fantasy so that would be really difficult for me to write yeah often where we land is is genres that we already enjoy reading yeah. certainly okay. um yeah so we had you on the show today to talk a bit about um about using writing contests not necessarily i mean it's great if you win but like there's other benefits to participating as well you want to talk a little bit about some of those yes and there are there are four main benefits to me for doing the writing contests and the first one is they really stretch your creative muscles you know they take you out of your comfort zone so as i mentioned before um you get to write in so many different genres that you you wouldn't normally choose for yourself. So thanks to different writing contests, I've written everything from horror to meet cute, to crime caper, to ghost story. I've done um, comedy. And so, and of course, science fiction, which is really difficult for me. Um, so that's, that's a great benefit. You really hone your craft when you can write uh, try out different styles for yourself in different genres. And secondly, most contests offer really good feedback. And so you can improve your craft when you, you hear from judges who tell you about the weaknesses of your story and the strengths of your story. And that's a, that's a big thing if you're, if you want to continue writing. And, um, you know, I've learned that most often in my stories, I get positive feedback about my character's voice and dialogue and pacing, but I get, um, I often see that I need to tighten up the writing or expand the story in, in key spots to make it better. And then third is you have the opportunity to meet like-minded writers and build your own writing community. Um, I found my people through NYC Midnight. We um, started our own writing critique group on Discord and we workshop stories. And um, through this group is where I've learned a lot about, um, about a lot of different writing contests that I can enter. And um, shout out to the 1159 
workshop mm -hmm. uh, named because of NYC Midnight. We're always writing on deadline. Um, so it, it's really important to have a good group of people that you trust. And these, these people are really talented and they're all, from all over the world. I love my critique group very much. And then of course, fourth, there's the thrill of competition and you know your, your chances of winning a lot of contests offer monetary prizes, publishing, you know, on their website and or in their literary magazine. And, um, and there's a confidence boost when you place well in a contest. I think every writer I know experiences some level of imposter syndrome. And so the validation you get from a contest feels really good. Yeah, so those are all some some great benefits um, of participating. Um, but there's a lot of contests out there. Um, and of course, that's going to vary in terms of like, um, you know, what your prompts might be, um, what restrictions might be, how much feedback you get. Um, is there any way, um, since you've done multiple contests with different organizations, how do you vet a contest and see if it's going to be a good fit for you? Well, um, one good resource is um, authorspublish.com. Authorspublish.com has a free newsletter you can sign up for, and they periodically send out uh, emails with lists of literary magazines, contests, and uh, places accepting submissions, and they vet them for you. And so that's a really good source. But the other thing that I have relied on is just trying it out and seeing, you know, cause there's no harm done. Um, I mean, other than NYC Midnight, whose entry fees have kind of increased over the past mm -hmm. couple of years, um, usually they're very reasonably priced. And so, you know, try it out and see what you like about it. There are two of my, now um, I consider them my go-to competitions are NYC Midnight, just because of everything you get with it. It's, it's a fun experience. There's a very lively community on their forums, on their website. And then of course you get feedback from the judges as well as feedback on the forums and um, you know, a chance, chance of winning decent prizes. So that's one of my go-tos. And I believe that they have thousands of entrants mm -hmm. for pretty much every challenge. And so they're, they have a pretty good reputation. And then one that I just discovered is called Writing Battle. And I learned about this one through my critique group. And this one's unique because it's set up like sports tournament brackets. And um, the stories go head to head in duels until there's um, a winner for each genre. And even more unique is that the participants also get to judge duels. Not, um, and so while your story is going through duels being judged, 
you get to judge different jewels, duels, not in your same genre though. And so instead of just waiting weeks to find out the results, you're engaged in the competition throughout. And then um, this contest also has an active writers forum and the organizer of it all is really awesome and transparent and he's active on the forums as well. And so it's just a great, um, that was a whole lot of fun. I've already signed up for the next two for that one. And that one has a more reasonable entry fee. It's like $16. Mm -hmm. Another one that I really like is Writer's Playground. And I believe that one is um, another more well-known one. It, it has a good reputation of um, being a, a great contest for writers to enter. Um, you get, the way they give you the prompts is I think you have a choice from like three to five different genres. Um, a cho you so you pick your genre, you pick your character, you pick your um, setting, I believe, if I remember right. It's been a while since I've done that one, but I've signed up for the next one, which is in April. Um, and then there's also the Yeah Right Super Challenge. And that one's fun. And you get, that one gives pretty extensive feedback, no matter how you place in the contest. There are also some free ones. There's Furious Fiction that does a free 500 word challenge on the first Friday of every month. And so for writers who, maybe are intimidated by, you know, the 3,000 3, to 5,000 word length short story, maybe they're, um, they would try the 500 word challenge. That's a lot of fun. Um, Furious Fiction has kind of an, an extra challenge to it in that their prompts are pretty specific. Like they'll give you, um, uh, the, the, the first line of your story must start with the word gone, you know, or whatever, they'll give you a specific word, or they'll give you five specific words that must appear somewhere in your story. So mm -hmm. that one is a really good test of your creativity. Yeah. That sounds fun. Yeah. And then there's another one, Press 53 has a 53 word story challenge. So mm -hmm. some really micro fiction every month, and that's free to enter. Um, so I think with those two, with the two free ones, the downside is that you don't get feedback mm -hmm. from judges unless you happen to be a winner or on the short list. I know they'll, um, they put on their website what they liked about the story, but um, so, so those are fun just, you know, to practice your um, practice writing with some specific parameters but there are tons of other ones i've done craft literary flash fiction contest fractured lit has a flash fiction contest there's a writer's weekly 24-hour short story contest and so um, again like that what i mentioned before authorspublish.com if you're looking for specific places to submit your writing that's a really great resource 
yeah, a lot of good resources there for folks to, to check out and investigate. Um, do you have any tips um, or, or like anything that, that when you're researching a contest maybe pops up to you as a red flag or tips for avoiding kind of scams or rights grab type contests? Um, I, I think that I would stay away from ones that have a really exorbitant fee to mm -hmm. enter. Um, I don't know. I mean, for the most part, it's, you know, and there's one that I know some writers in my critique group don't like because when they, um, their, their published rules and tips and things mm -hmm. for entering are kind of snarky. Mm. Um, and I believe that's the, oh, I don't want to get it wrong. So I don't want to say, but. Yeah. Um, but that's, anyway. that's a red flag, that unprofessional language. Yeah. And um, another thing would be read their, um, read the terms of, of entry to make sure that you retain the rights of your writing. Mm -hmm. um, I did hear about one recently when you enter, um, basically they have the right then of your story. And mm -hmm. so then you wouldn't be able to publish it anywhere, you know, like on your website or, or enter it somewhere else for publication. So that's a big thing to watch out for. You want to make sure you retain the rights to your story. Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't know if they have this, but it's worth a look um, because I know Writer Beware has like a list where they, they rank um, book awards and that's for like mm -hmm. published material um, as far as like, you know, who is operating this and like what whether it feels more like a legitimate award or it looks more like a scam. Um, and they probably have some similar resources. So that's the one to check out to vet contests um, or simply Googling the name of the contest plus scam, see if anything comes up. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and I believe Ally, which is, mm -hmm. um, I don't remember what it stands for, do you? Oh yeah, Alliance of Independent Authors. Um, yes. Okay, so they also put out a chart of um, different book awards. Yeah. Oh, it might be them who did that. And, and I'm misremembering. But yeah, and both of those sources. Yeah. 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 So a lot of interesting stuff that can come out of contests if you, you know, do your homework and figure out what's right for you. Um, so you have one whole book that's come out of this idea inspired by the contest that wasn't even the piece that you wrote. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit about its upcoming sequel and what the title is? Sure. The upcoming sequel is called Under the Pawpaw Trees. Mm -hmm. And it picks up where the first book left off in June of 1934. And the main character, June, 
is looking for revenge against a young railroad railroad bull that she blames for taking her brother's life and, and basically destroying her life. And so she sets off on a journey to, to take revenge. And so this is a, a journey hopping freight trains that's both dangerous and thrilling. She um, encounters a lot of interesting people and and events. And when she finds him though, she uncovers the truth about what really happened to her brother. And, and then she's left with a very difficult decision to make. And this is, um, this story has a little bit of adventure, a little romance, drama, and fun too. And death, because you know, we, YA authors love to kill off characters. So that's what that's about. Yeah, it sounds very exciting. And um, it's coming sometime this year? Yes, I am hoping sometime this summer, but I still have a lot to do. And, you know, um, not sure how long the rest is going to take. So I can't, I can't set a date yet. Yeah. Well, something to look forward to for sure. Um, well, Cheryl, thank you for sharing um, so much of your experience and what you've, you've learned from this on the show. Um, oh, I'm, before I, I ask you for your parting thoughts, I know Joy had a, who can't, couldn't be with us today, um, had a question about like how you kind of, um, what kind of self-care routines you have that help you keep writing and teaching and doing all the things? Um, you know, I'm very much an introvert and which is strange because teaching mm -hmm. requires mm -hmm. some extroversion, right? And so um, throughout the day I have to be on and always, you know, basically performing so I'm exhausted when I get home and so most of my writing happens on weekends or during breaks like like spring break and um and the summer but uh I just I have to have my me time and that's one way I keep going is to allow myself to take a pause and take a breath and you know that kind of speaks to the, I can't, I can't set a date for my release of the mm -hmm. sequel because, you know, I'm going to take my time and I'm, I'm going to take breaks from writing and doing all the things. Um, you know, I'm also trying to improve my health. I'm doing the Nutrisystem diet and so far I've lost 15 pounds and that in itself is making me feel better and making me feel a little bit more energetic so um and I'm incidentally I'm uh blogging about that journey on my website so um along with my writing things that I blog about there's also that my my diet
Yeah. So a lot of good um, tips there. We have to, to recharge and take care of ourselves um, to fill that creative well so that you can pour it out onto the page for sure. Um, so thank you so much for coming on the show today. Did you have any parting thoughts or words of advice you'd like to leave us with? Well, can I give you my, uh, where readers can, can find me online? Absolutely. Um, my author website is CherylKingWritesThings.com. And, um, and also on my website, on that, on the homepage, I've got links to all the writing contests that I do. So if any listeners want to check some of those out, you can, you can oh, see them on handy. my website at um, CherylKingWritesThings.com. And um, you can also, they can also sign up for my monthly newsletter because in my, my newsletter, I share some of my writing um, from those contests. I'm also sharing sneak peeks of the sequel as I write it and other incredibly entertaining things on my, in my, in my newsletter. Um, I, I'm on Twitter at seeking underscore author. Mm-hmm. And I'm on Facebook, Cheryl King writes things. And for the youngins, I'm on TikTok, although I haven't um, really mastered the art of the perfect TikTok video. So there's a lot of silliness on there. Um, but that's at Cheryl King underscore author. And if, if I really had myself together, I would have the same um, name or whatever on all the different platforms, but I'm not that um, organized yet. But parting thoughts is definitely find your people, build an awesome writing community and, and keep writing. Don't, don't stop. And don't be afraid to try um, something outside your comfort zone. Yeah, absolutely. So great parting, great parting words of advice. Um, thank you so much again for coming on the show. Well, thank you for having me. This has been fun. Thanks again for listening to this episode of Authoring Onward. If you want to find out more about what Cheryl is doing, so check out our show notes. The show notes for this episode and all the episodes can be found at authoringonward.com. And you can follow the links to find her everywhere she is. And you can also reach out to um, myself or Joy if you want to see what we are up to or if you are interested in coaching or editorial services. Until next week, y'all. Happy writing! Happy writing!